This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Outside Edge. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Outside Edge and I'm your host Chandresh Narayanan. Heman, thanks a lot for joining us on this podcast called Outside Edge. Uh, we are coming to you from newslaundry.com. Uh, great to have you on the show with us. Thank you so much, Chandresh. Heman, uh, I have known you for a very long time. You've been involved in live broadcast for a number of years and uh, I've known you as a director uh, for a number of years of live cricket broadcast, live sports broadcast. Uh, but at this World Cup, uh, you're doing a different role compared to uh, previous World Cups or previous cricket series. Uh, can you tell us about your role at this World Cup? So I'm producing at this World Cup. I am uh, I'm a producer of the World Feed. So we're looking after the broadcast. Basically, the director and the producer are two sides of the same coin. Uh, they work together hand in glove. And uh, these, these are two very complementary roles. And I, I used to produce before I started directing. In this situation here at this World Cup, uh, they needed as a producer and I was happy to fulfill that role. So it's basically instead of sitting downstairs in the control room with all the monitors in front of you, you're you're upstairs with the commentators and you control things from from the top instead of from the from the bottom from the hub uh, as it as you might say. That's good. That, that's very interesting. Uh, so what's more stressful being a director or being a producer? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean it generally directing is supposed to be more stressful because you are uh, you are at the hub of uh, hub of every decision. Everything eventually goes through you. Whatever you see on screen comes from the director's desk. But uh, for me, I think at this point in time, producing is slightly more stressful because things are you know not exactly in my control. I need to go through somebody to get things done. The buck stops with me. But things go through the director. Uh, the director has to sort of, he's, he's the person who's putting things out on screen. And I am, you know, organizing everything to be put on screen for, for him, you know, talking through with the commentators, organizing Hawkeye, organizing graphics, stuff like that. And and in this World Cup, it's it's very interesting. It's, it's a wonderful format that has been sort of created by uh, the executive producer and and the ICC working together, and uh, and that format has stood us in good stead because things look a lot more uniform than they would otherwise. There are four crews here, and uh, you know everybody has their own style of working. But uh, you know format that has been given helps everybody to keep it sort of pretty much consistent. It's there are no wide variations. So to follow that format is a little bit more stressful and there is a lot more paperwork as a producer. Uh, as a director, uh, your work starts when the, you know when you come in in the morning and you, you start working on the game and finishes after the presentation and, uh, and the closer is played out. Uh, so I think for me at this stage, uh, producing is a little bit more stressful than uh, directing, but I generally don't stress about things. Hemant, uh, basically you mean that uh, the crews have been divided into four different groups. So have you divided the regions uh, within UK? Uh, can you explain that to us? No, it's not really by region. It's, uh, you know, uh, the tournament started in the south and then then sort of moved up to the Midlands and uh, and is now going north. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not by regions, but you know, the, there are a lot of matches that go on concurrently and, you know, you have to set up 
so each crew has to go and and rig the equipment and then you know check the equipment have matches and then they move on to another venue so it's been decided on the basis of you know ease of movement of the of the venues uh, of of the crews as well so that you know each crew has some time at a venue that that they're going to do the next match at so it's not exactly geographically divided because the tournament itself is pretty well done in the sense that it you know it started more in the south and uh, and the west and then it's moved on towards the midlands and and it's gone up for the north now so emma uh, this world cup how in terms of work does it vary from being at a bilateral match say between india or, or india and australia so on and so forth how does it vary in terms of the work that you do as a producer or as a director well, the work itself is is uh, slightly different because in a bilateral series there is only one crew and you don't have to worry about uniformity you have everything you know that that you did in the previous game within the crew but here you know lots of packages uh, of you know innings footage of innings that somebody might have played would have happened in another crew you need to have that footage you need to be across it you need to you know if somebody's bowled a good spell or somebody's taken a great catch or somebody has a, had a injury in another match at another venue you need to have that footage you need to be across it so that's why there are you know there is the moment of uh, information as well as the moment of footage you know they've There's there's a wonderful uh, way of sharing this footage as well. They they put it up on the cloud and you know everybody has uh, the paperwork that I mentioned. You you sort of fill it up so that everybody knows what has been sent up, where it is exactly, so that somebody else can pull it out and and uh, use it when required. So what's a typical day for you like? When does it start typically uh, on a match day? As the match starts at ten. 10- 30 which most uh, day games have done at at a world cup uh, uh, a call time is around 6:30 in the morning so you 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 reach the venue around 6:45 in the morning and you start your preparations you print out all that you require you you sort of distribute it among the crew uh, you talk to the people uh, you know about what they're required to do you you would already have organized the footage the day before uh, so so you basically make sure everything is in order as per what you think you might be requiring by the time the commentators get in around 8:15 or so you you would have everything laid out then uh, when the commentators come in you have you have a quick meeting with them to explain to them their roles and uh, so you know everybody is aware of what what you have in the bank what they are supposed to be doing so it's pretty much full on from the time you reach from 6:45 a.m. to about 6:30 or 6:45 p.m. and uh, yeah for a producer there's there's not even a break for lunch because there is a show in the middle so it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much a, a 12 hour straight shift sitting on a chair so what's the most essential relation that you need to manage while you're producing or directing a live match so if you if you talk about director first i mean director has to be in tune with everybody it is up, uh, you know aside from the producer the commentators uh, the uh, the engineering for example uh, the the audio guys graphics hawkeye everybody so it's it's actually uh, there's not one department that you need to be in tune with it is it is basically everybody uh, it's uh, there are they are all spokes in a wheel and uh if one spoke goes then the wheel sort of goes out of balance and you know everything starts falling apart so 
it's it's not really one thing it's uh, it's just like a uh, you know a director or a producer is more like a hub a director mm-hmm. is is a bigger hub a producer is probably a slightly smaller hub but mm-hmm. uh, uh, but each one is very critical in in the scheme of things so do you try and keep uh, it all fun while you're producing or directing uh, because as a director i know that the commentators and the camera persons are listening to you and probably everybody's li- listening to you as a producer as well you have access to a lot of people do you try and keep it all fun or or is it all as a producer i mean you you don't really get much scope because you have to talk when the director is is finished talking you know if you're talking to the director uh, everybody listens to the director at all times so uh, every everybody's talk back is open so you have to find gaps if the director is is talking you don't talk at the same time uh, you you talk to the director when he is reasonably free uh, when you find a gap in a in a sentence for example if you want to let him know if it is very very urgent then you just jump in on top of him and tell him uh, we need to do this right now so timing is very crucial as a producer so it's mm-hmm. you can't really keep it uh, light and jovial as such you have to be more short sharp and mm-hmm. uh, not not wasting much time uh, when you when you're directing you have a lot more liberty then then you can everybody has their different styles of doing things mm-hmm. some people are are very serious some people aren't uh, i mean i i tend to be really depending upon you know uh, the interaction that i'm i'm having i i like to keep it fun but mm-hmm. if there are a serious lot that are there then uh, you know there is really no point in making them go out of character for now to the most interesting bit for the listeners because a lot of them listen to a lot of big cricketers calling the game as commentators uh, you have the power if i were to say to be to be strict with them do you try and be strict with these big cricketers at times uh, if you have to be as a director or, or a producer yeah i mean there are different ways of uh, relaying things i mean it's i i don't really believe in uh, sort of uh, you know making making sort of making somebody feel small or making somebody uh, sort of feel a little bit embarrassed so you you always try and be respectful of of course these are legends of the game or people who are, who know a lot about the game which is why they are in their position so you always respect their position but yes mm-hmm. you you eventually the buck stops with you that's that's your production if you are directing you know it whatever goes on screen is is mm-hmm. down to you so mm-hmm. you have to make sure that uh, they are following the script so to speak as far as the pictures are concerned you have to remind them to look at uh, the monitors if if they're not if they're rambling you you have probably got to tell them that you know they need to sort of be less rambly they need to keep more to the subject if they're talking over a delivery you have to remind them not to do that mm-hmm. you know you 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 have to remind them of certain things if they forget if somebody's talking too much not allowing the other person to talk you you do that too so i mean those are things that you have to make them aware of but uh, as far as being strict is concerned i don't know about that i mean you just be very respectful but you let them know where uh, where they're probably going wrong so now now comes the tougher one uh, who are the more fun commentators to work with and who are the uh, more difficult ones to work with if you don't want to name name names that's fine but uh, if you were to like sort of put something in the basket for the, both the both the categories well i mean 
as far as fun goes, uh, it lot depends upon the mood of the commentators and and how the team is doing as well. Uh, but you know, essentially, uh, people like Sean Pollock uh, are 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 quite funny. They're 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 very interactive. They're they're always uh, always looking for. You know, some some way to have uh, have fun. He doesn't appear to be, uh, you know, that that relaxed, but he is. So it's it's a whole lot of fun, uh, you know, with with somebody like that. People like Bumble, David Lloyd, uh, they're they're really nice people to work with. They're uh, they're they're very enjoyable. There are there are people who are who are very serious, but but they're great to work with because they work very hard at their game and. Uh, and they always listen to you they always take things on board it doesn't mean that they uh, that they sort of agree with you but they listen to you and then they do their own thing people like Ian Bishop for example yeah. uh, so they they are very easy to work with there are some who are difficult but again i mean once once you have their confidence they are they are very good i haven't really found any commentator to be very difficult uh, if if Uh, you know you have their confidence even people like jeffrey boycott or uh, uh, you know mark nicholas who people say are, are difficult are actually you know quite quite easy to work with once once you know they're confident that you know what uh, what uh, what you're doing but slowly i think everything works out if you if the producer or the director is good enough uh, the, the commentators are are fine it just takes a little bit of time to settle down what's been the pinnacle for you of being part of a live live cricket uh, match is it is it the world cup or is it a particular match or a series that has remained the pinnacle of your career well i would like to think that the pinnacle is yet to come so i mean if if i would have already have uh, gone to the pinnacle then it would only have you know i would only be looking forward to the way down which which i don't think i want to at this point so I'm hoping that the pinnacle is yet to come. I have enjoyed every moment of uh, what I've done. I I really enjoy sports, so it it is no hardship. As far as pinnacle is concerned, I will be able to tell at the end of my career what the pinnacle was. I don't want to be looking at you know the way down right now. I think there is lots to go uh, on the way up so far. Well, finally, uh, how many years have you now completed in live uh, broadcasting, uh, and how many World Cups, Champions Trophies, and so on and so forth have you been able to do in that period that you have been with, involved with live sport? Well, it's a it's a it's an interesting question as far as uh, sports uh, is concerned, including uh, sort of my work in a newspaper for a year, year and a half. Uh, okay. It's it's been about twenty five years now. Uh, okay. And uh, as far as World Cups are concerned, I used to work with a television channel which did not have the rights to uh, the World Cup before this. Since I become a freelancer, uh, mm-hmm. I have now got the opportunity to work on this event uh, on site. Otherwise, I've done a lot of lot of these from studios, so about about five World Cups. From the, but uh, but yeah, this is the first one that uh, that I would say I've been on site for. Uh, same with the champions okay. trophies and the world t20s so i only went freelance two years back uh, so this is the first world cup since that time so i am on it okay and finally uh, do you find time to uh, look at your other passion photography while you are busy with this world cup yeah i mean like i like i say cricket gets in the way of my photography and sightseeing i guess 
but yeah no it's wonderful to have a job which allows you to travel sometimes the travel gets too much but uh, you know the good way of of enjoying uh, all this travel and being away from the family is to sort of go out and and have another passion which which helps you forget about the fact that uh, you know you've been away from home for so long uh, uh-huh. so yeah i love traveling and and uh, and photography it is back breaking work because you've got to carry all your equipment with you but uh-huh. uh, but it is rewarding because you get to see more of the world uh, because photography pushes you to go out and and look at the world around you thanks a lot hemant uh, hope you have a fruitful world cup thanks a lot for this thank you chandresh Thanks a lot for joining us on this week's episode of Outside Edge. Please do join us next week for more news and information from the Cricket World Cup in United Kingdom. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. and subscribe to our YouTube channel.